Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? <laughs> and we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps. Justin, what are you doing here? I ask myself that every week, and I'm here with... <laughs> Elizabeth Alley. And we have a very special guest with us this week, filling in for Tyler, who is out partying in a different country somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Nim? Yeah, he's. No, 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 no. I don't think he's partying at Nim. No, no. ain't okay. nobody partying at Nim. No, not uh, this one. Yeah. We have a special guest, freelance music supervisor and friend, uh, Nikki Carrillo, here with us. Ooh, thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah, I'm so I'm super excited. Fan yeah. of the show. Oh well, thank you for the, thank you for listening. Um, before we get uh, too far into things, uh, Elus, where can people reach out to us? Yeah, email us at sequelrights at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. That's right. And rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever. Honestly, tweet about us, tell your friends. Uh, all of that love for the podcast goes a long way. Yes. Um, anything you can do to help to get the word out there is great. Uh, awesome. So, today, here we are. We're doing a twofer. We're talking about Secret of Nim 2. Timmy to the rescue. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. Before we even do that, <laughs> um, uh, uh, Nikki. Yeah. So, so uh, thank you for being here, first of all. Uh, now, one of the reasons we had you on is because you have a major love for the original film, right? Yes. I, I literally probably watched it the same amount of times as I watched like Thumbelina, any of the other Don Bluth stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Um, had, had you seen the sequel before? No. No. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> We're sorry, maybe? No. Someone had to do it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> One thing I'll say about this film, if you want to enjoy it, you need to... You've got to be ready mentally and physically. <laughs> you got to be ready mentally and physically. No, I'm kidding. Um, anyways. <laughs> oh, boy. Without further ado, Nim, here we come. All right, <laughs> let's listen. Let's 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 talk about this 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 film. Oh boy, we have a little secret. What? The most fun-filled movie of the year is only on video. <laughs> the secret of Nim Two: Timmy to the Rescue. Awesome! It's the story of a young mouse named Timmy. That's my boy. Who thought no one needed him? Until the mice of Thorn Valley... We might be in real danger. ...needed someone brave to save the day. We're on a mission! We've got to save my parents! Let's go! It's a magical tale. You've got to have the courage to follow your heart. It's a musical adventure. One day I will show the world I'm my father's son. And most of all... <laughs> It's high-flying fun. What a ride. So share the secret with your whole family. Make the most of your life. The Secret of Nim 2. Timmy to the Rescue. Available only on video. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. I had to let the whole thing play because it's so crazy. That's quite it, a claim. And it, and the it, most <laughs> fun movie of 1998 where we also had, I, I just looked it up, Mulan, A Bug's Life, Quest for Camelot, Prince of Egypt, and Parent Trap. I mean, was, <laughs> like, were any of those movies really that fun? I mean. <laughs> Mulan. I'm kidding. I'm joking. So fun. War. War is so fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> boy. Anyways, yeah, uh, direct to VHS. 
<laughs> and uh, sounds about right. <laughs> how, how did you guys watch this movie? Because it's not. It's only available on. Uh, I think I watched it on Tubi. <laughs> oh, I watched it on Prime Video, yeah. which has ads now because I haven't paid the two ninety nine. Yeah, Whatever. same. Yeah, mine also had ads, but it wasn't on Freebie. It was on Prime Video proper. All I know is I hit play and it said it was only an hour and eight minutes. And I, was, and I was like, oh boy, wow. All right. <laughs> okay. This will go by quick. Did it go by quick? I don't think so. <laughs> Very questionable. Yeah. yeah. In fact, like even though the movie was that short, uh, I've, I had a long week and I almost fell asleep like eight times. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I guess we should just say from the beginning that like it's all over the internet that Don Bluth like disavowed this movie and was like, don't make it. And then these guys, MGM and these guys were like, we're going to make it anyway. And uh, that's how we ended up with this. Yeah, definitely a bastardized version of like <laughs> what I think the original was. Oh, yeah. Because... To disavow it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if you didn't listen last week, I read the book Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim. Uh, and I didn't get, get to read the sequel to that, but I read online that this movie has absolutely nothing to do with it. And they actually oh, picked really? up more threads than I thought they would, like referencing things like from the first movie. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that they actually like remembered X, Y, and Z. But uh, this isn't really have any connection to it and nim is like completely different like in the first movie we didn't see it that much but as i told you in the book it's just like a laboratory and they never say like the scientists are evil or they're hurting us they're basically just doing experiments on them but it's like really not bad the rats even admit like it was a fine life we just didn't want to live in cages whereas this one it's like an evil like frankenstein scientist guy that's like like, it's like the uh the asylum out of like malignant or something yeah yeah or like american (laughs) horror story or something like that i was about to say you you mean it wasn't set in gotham yeah yeah oh my god wow Uh, yeah, this movie is basically like retcon the film, um, right. or ratcon as I like to say <laughs> for this one. Um, it's funny, uh, you know, you, you know, again, again, from the very start, you're like, oh, wow, we're just under, in, we're just in great hands here. We get, a, we get a full on like previously on secret of noon. Right. And also like, so they do the full, like, here's, ex- here's everything that happened. They did this, they did this, they did this. And then at the very end, they're like, oh, and also Nicodemus made a prediction that, uh, Timmy was going to have a destiny and da, da, da. you're like wait <laughs> just totally made up like he never had that that didn't it, happen um and like he's like dead they kind of really glossed over the fact that he straight up got <laughs> smushed by like a cinder block or whatever a bunch of logs yeah <laughs> first one <laughs> yeah uh they don't really talk about that other than him just not being in the movie <laughs> yeah and it's so funny because um they have peter mcnichol from ally mcbeal do that narration voiceover and so i just assumed like well that character must come back later in the movie but it definitely did that it was, it was really funny too because I, I was shocked that it was him because it just sounded honestly like they got some rando dude off the street yeah that's exactly like, what i was thinking last time in the secret of nim they found yeah. out that the rats went to a place and got smart that's pretty much yeah what yeah, it, sounded yeah. Like. it was so bizarre <laughs> i was like who recorded this? I also yeah. think it was a bad setup because, and just for your guys' reference, I have a degree in media arts and animation, so Ooh. watching this was a struggle. Right. <laughs> struggle. We should talk about the quality of the animation. Yeah, which it's there's tough. a surprise twist halfway through them, like, huh. <laughs> yeah. Huh. yeah. 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 I don't know if, like, everyone would have caught it, but also, like, you just look at the posts, like, 
credits. Well, we'll talk about it, but I'm just yeah. Kidding. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we can talk about it now if you want. Yeah, like, to the- me, like, as a not, not an expert, so you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the characters just seem, like, so flat. Like, they had no texture, no, like shading sometimes they had like one shadow but i was like these are supposed to be furry creatures and they just look like (laughs) flat paper like but i did think that a lot of the backgrounds were nice but then they didn't quite move correctly (laughs) you know like well so i know like for me it was just jarring the 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 definite change in style between like Mm -hmm. the types of animation like it just looked like a completely different character design oh yeah and like obviously Don would have done or anything like that. And um, the other ones that came out really flat just were clearly traced. <laughs> I was just like, wow. Okay. We're just yeah. going to recycle that through that many scenes. That's cool. It was like, yeah, it's pretty rough. Cause there's so many parts too, where like, it doesn't look at all like the mouths are matching up to what they're yeah. saying or singing in this. There's one. a really, really tough uh, crowd scene too. Like they sing a big song and then everyone disperses <laughs> and they just look like beep, 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 like, like little like robot, like they're like staggered kind of, I don't know how to explain it in audio form, but yeah, yeah. they were like moving along like old Mario or something. Yeah. There was definitely like, um, just, it wasn't smooth animation that was yeah. happening early on in the film. And then somewhere close to like, I guess it's like a quarter way in, like it starts to change a little bit and then you really notice it towards the end quarter. You're like, Oh wait, did, wait, so did you hire new animators? And as they went along the film, they like <laughs> learned how to animate. Yeah, it yeah, could yeah. be. It could Cause be. towards the end, I don't know if it was just cause I was getting used to it <laughs> <laughs> or if I was just like, Oh no, there's improvement there. Good for you. That seems like, smooth. Oh, <laughs> like, it's looking normal. Yeah. I can buy that. He ran that way. Yeah. <laughs> or they have like one studio, maybe do all the action and then some other studio, just do all the people talking scenes. Well, or something. That's the thing I, I yeah. noted is in the end credits. Um, it was, was shipped overseas to yeah, be a lot of key sure. to Taiwan, I believe. Yes, I, with Wang true. Film Productions, it says. You yep. Know, which yeah. I think we experienced that on the Land Before Time ones too, right? Yeah, that they were all over the place. Yeah. We've seen uh, lots of outsourced animation, Mortal Kombat, that, Highlander, a lot yeah, of and that tends together. to happen as well because um, even though my degree was in media arts and animation, my portfolio was heavily focused on visual effects and editing. And typically, like, even for the visual effects houses, like, a lot of that's, like, either shipped to Canada or wherever. Wherever it just makes the most sense for the budget. Yeah. But, right. yeah, I mean, I very clearly, I was like, I hope they learned something from that. <laughs> 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 it Maybe. looks like you did. I would have given you an A+. Plus yeah. <laughs> um. So let's see. Yeah, we, we get the little previously on thing, and then we get a little check-in with uh, Mrs. Brisby. She's old now. She's you old. Can she's tell so she old. has white hair. She's got glasses, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and a very, like, very weirdly just smooth. It looked like they just ran, like, gray over the tips of her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. cool. And, like, the kids are grown up now, but uh, Cynthia, who we made fun of for just wearing a single bow as clothes, <laughs> is now just wearing, like, plain overalls, which I thought was really funny because they were still, like, we're not going to give you, like, full clothes. Right. Here's some overalls. <laughs> but, yeah, Martin and uh, Timmy are kind of introducing us to this idea of um this prophecy and he's bitter about it yeah which i honestly didn't even think a second about i was just like eh. yeah <laughs> martin yeah. martin's not the main character all right bye yeah <laughs> little did it's I not know. called martin to the rescue <laughs> obviously right. um but it is interesting 
you know, I mean, if you got this prophecy about your son, he's going to save Thorn Valley and whatnot, you just like ship him off there and like, you don't go. Yeah, he's like, like going to boarding school off. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. They don't, they just like send him away. They don't try to do like a, we're going to raise him normal and then he'll come save you or anything. They just send him away. It's just so funny because, yeah, like what? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. In the world of this movie, at some point in Nicodemus's life, which we didn't see much of, and it must have been during the last film because he died in the last film, right? He says that there's this prophecy. So, they don't, but no one knows what it is. So they're yeah. like, I guess we just have to put you in Thorn Valley and you'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Something's going to happen, I guess. I don't know. Nicodemus is smart. Yeah. He knows uh, Auntie Shrew is still there. She has, I think, literally one line of dialogue, and yet it's the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> like, so I yeah. got to think that there was like at least one more scene with her that they decided not to do or something. Because I'm like, why do you get like... Doris Roberts. Yeah. Roberts. I, I, I mean, I don't even know if... Well, everything everybody loves her was already on right it must and she, been. but she's been an actress for a long time but still it was just so random like why do you even bother like getting anyone to do this one line yeah like, well, also there was like continuity with like characters motives like with her like i noted very strongly when i rewatched the first one i was like oh like she doesn't trust the rats at all yeah like at all and then over here like she's hearing martin talk about nicodemus like, how dare you yeah. Do <laughs> not take his name in vain. Yes, but I was like, since when? Yeah. Did you jump sides? Yeah. <laughs> like, cool. You didn't watch the movie either. Okay. Whoever wrote yeah. the script. <laughs> but uh, so pretty quickly, he's got to he's got to get to Thorn Valley, and how, how's he going to get there? How's he going to get there? You know? Okay. Here, here is something that I never thought I would say. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, this movie is so like rough that I was like. You, you could tell um, that the fact that Dom DeLuise is back as Jeremy felt like a comfort in some way. You're like, Ugh. well, because it's like the it's like one of the few things that's like tethering you to like the greatness of the original film. Okay. So I was like, I don't mean it like, oh, I was so happy he was back. He was funny. I just meant yeah. like, I was like, everything is so far adrift from the original that like having like a couple of the original voice actors was like, Oh my God, thank God. At least like something feels slightly like the original film. The rest of it is all so effed up. I it's don't... really just him though. Isn't it? The Mr. Ages is back as yeah. well. I believe. Oh, the that's same, the same yeah. guy same too. Guy okay. too. Guy. Yeah. I think there was just a couple. I mean, but, I might yeah. be in the mi minority on this, but I, I, I love Jeremy. In the first <laughs> film. I did. I mean, as a kid, like to me, like his humor was great, but then I realized watching this film, I'm like, Oh, the scripting was great. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Because, like, I, I'm sure that they ad-lib, because it's kind of like when you put, um, you just think about all of those really great characters. Because I, I wrote notes about Jeremy when I was watching the first one about how he reminds me of Batty from Fern Gully. It's all of those tropes, you know, even mm -hmm. the bat from Anastasia. Like all <laughs> Bartok, those, yeah. Yeah, Bartok. <laughs> they, like, you let the comedians kind of have their reign and do what they do great, but also at the same time, it's, it's paired with good scripting. Mm -hmm. And just, there was a line at the end. The second one that Jeremy says that I'm like, he he like it's not even it's like broken English and I'm like, Ooh, oh god, okay, <laughs> all right, we're just okay, <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, yeah. I I just I just thought that yeah for me there was just something about like oh okay at least there's this slight tether to the original that is making it go like feels all familiar. right yeah it feels like part of a whole kind of but 
I'm not saying it was, I was excited to see him. That's not what I was saying. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was, and then I was disappointed. And you're like, yeah. oh, no. he, t- he still has his little string around his neck, yeah, so you his, can tell it's his, him. It's his defining uh, you yeah. know, well, see, character that, design. That was one of the things. So I think, like, literally the first, <laughs> the first note I put down was like, what did I say? Oh, God. This is really bad. It's, um... <laughs> the most offensive things about this film. <laughs> and I was just like, color choices. Because, well, just because of the strength of the color choices in the first one. Red. Red literally is a character in, unto itself in the first film. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't even, you we don't fully grasp. You could kind of theorize on why everything's red and all of that stuff. But like... And it's obviously important. He's wearing it. There's people that are wearing red. It's important. It signifies important things that are happening. And just in this film, no one gave two shits about it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and also, like, there was this green that they kept using over and over. And I was like, I, that is awful. Stop. Like like the like the eerie like green from the Nim building. It's not even like eerie green. It's like slime green. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like Ghostbusters green or something. It was the like hue of it, like because you can use green and it can be great, and it was used in the but like it, you can tell it was not intentional. It's not right. crafted the same way. Um, but yeah, no, like scene. I was like, okay, so why does he have the red ribbon? Is anyone going to explain this? Is this the second movie? He is red. Red's just, not important anywhere else. Like. Yeah. <laughs> What is happening? It's just part of his costume now. That's yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And everyone's dressed now properly. Yeah. It's and really so, and some of the mice have boob boob lines. They do. That's or the cat that had a boob line later yeah. on. We'll get so to that. So did Jenny, I but. think. Oh boy. Um so we haven't brought this up yet, uh, but this movie, for some reason, is a musical ish or maybe a topical yeah. <laughs> is that a I was, thing i was thinking the same thing yeah i was like if your movie's gonna be musical wouldn't you want to get actors who can sing maybe which and not just a chorus i guess that can sing so william h macy was playing justin yes is that is he is that his singing i voice? don't think i have no idea I mean, it was I so good he like Wouldn't came surprise in me like, if he could sing a little just, just, sound yeah like, ralph know. macchio apparently can sing a little he did how to succeed <laughs> in business without really trying yeah and he was trained as tap dancer growing up i saw but um, i will say that and dom de sings okay in american tale and stuff like yeah. that but they don't even let him sing in this one he has like this poem that he recites he, you know, dom de is poem. listed as the performer on two of the songs but um, uh, William H. Macy not listed on any of them. Okay. Okay. So that makes sense. Yeah. No, I, I just was sitting there. I was like, oh, Justin, that's surprising. You're surprisingly good in this song. And yeah. then like it never reappears again. <laughs> so yeah, the first song. You gotta come make the most of your life. <laughs> yes. That's pretty much how it goes. That was more singing than the people <laughs> in the movie did. That you just did trying to not sing. Um, yeah. And essentially when we come in, Thorn Valley is the Grey Valley. From Land Before Time, essentially. Yeah. It turns out that uh, it turns out that the uh, you know the rats now moved into uh, concept art uh, drawing of Animal, <laughs> King- Animal Kingdom from uh, <laughs> Walt Disney. Oh World. my god! That's honestly what it was like a giant tree with some stuff underneath. it. Sure, it was. Yeah, and yeah. they're farming now. Yeah, yeah. They're farming. They got. It, it, it was weird because it also looked like there were more mostly mice there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're mostly mice there now. 
Um, the farming, that was definitely something they wanted to do in the book. So that made sense to me. But like the fact that they go and then like uh, raid the human junkyard, I'm like, that's very against. Like, I know. I was like, there's, yeah. they're still using the lots of human stuff. Uh, yeah. 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 And then also like they bring in this concept that is from American Tale of like cheese, you know, like like no one cared about cheese in the first movie <laughs> yeah. at all. They ate like seeds and little fruits and wheat, but We've got all they the did not need, need cheese. Yeah. Like, ugh. Gosh, now that you bring it up, there was just so many tie-ins to American Tale. And, like, yeah. Yeah. No, it was like, he did it before us. We're just going to. Yep. Yeah. They're just like, oh, oh yeah, mice, gosh. cheese. I don't know. Rats, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it is mostly mice, I'm assuming, because they're smaller and thus easier to draw. It was weird. And uh, yeah, so Justin is there. Brutus is there. Mr. Ages is there. They're all still kicking around. Brutus is Kevin Michael Richardson. I recognize his voice oh, immediately. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's somebody. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't know that was him. But then la- later on in the thing, they're like, oh, Brutus, get over here. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Another character is that back. You, Brutus? He has that moment where he's like, holy Nicodemus or whatever, <laughs> whatever the heck he says. What in the Nicodemus yeah. fuck is going on? Yeah, I, don't know. I think he had one of the only lines that I actually laughed at when they give um, Timmy a whistle and then they're telling him what to do and he's like, don't blow it, kid. I, w- I mean, well, you know what I mean. And then he just leaves. Like, <laughs> Terrible. So oh my stupid. God. Um, okay, but before we go on to the next song, this is where we get uh, the most traumatic line of the movie. Uh, Mr. Ages. I don't have it. I don't you didn't write it, it down? No. So I, it is revealed that of the many things that Mr. Ages has taught Timmy over the years, uh, one of them is it's okay for guys to wear underwear, the same underwear, three days in a row. Ugh. Yeah. Justin, can you confirm? No. Uh, that's <laughs> I would think you right on the spot. There. I would think that would definitely not be true for mice. Well, and the <laughs> funny part is when he's saying it, neither of them wear bottoms. Timmy does not wear pants. Mr. Ages does not wear pants. And so yeah. why even say this? Also, I thought they were supposed to be smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it they was... haven't developed laundry machines yet. <laughs> right. No, it's definitely one of those things that like, well, when I was looking at, because I was like, are there any, I, I consume a lot of like YouTube commentary on things. I was like, is there any commentary on anything? Um, Secret of Nim, anything. I go and look and it's just clips of this. This, just this this quote <laughs> and it's literally Why? well and it's also because like he's like that's supposed to be between you and i and so everyone's like it does sound like a weird like grooming thing or yeah, whatever yeah like well, super creepy just like why why between you and him and why are you even talking about that why are you talking to a little boy about underwear you know yeah i mean like three days that's no, you know, no. Like, terrible. <laughs> and neither of them wears underwear. That yeah. is like yeah, really like, the most like so many times, not just then, but so many times during this movie, I was like the actors recorded a script and no, when the script was being written, no one had any idea what any animation was going to look like or what the characters were going to look like. <laughs> and then the people who were animating it had no idea what the script was or what You're they were saying. probably right. So it sounds about right. Yeah. There was actually another line that I think, I don't know if it happens before that, that underwear joke or, a, or after it's, um, what does he say? Timmy says to him, but I am not my father. And, he, and Justin goes, well, let's let history be the judge of that. Shall we? 
That was such a weird line. It's like he's literally not his father. Like the history. What? Like this is when. Oh my god! You are your father. (laughs) How? What you mean? You're not supposed to just do whatever your lineage does. Like I was just like this messaging. That's where I like it clicked for me. I'm like, oh, so the messaging on this is just like nobody thought about it at all. Right. It's just something to say. It's just even the phrasing. It's like he could have just said like I'm not a hero like my father, and then he it would have made sense. But no, he said I am not my father. And Justin was like, well, like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you are, you know, yeah. maybe you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just not the <sighs> But yeah, we get an I want song. I think, is it called my father's son? And that's yeah. the, gist it's called, it. I will show the world. I will show the world. Okay. It sounds like an evil, evil, bad guy song. Yeah. I will show the world. Um, this one was really funny too because like we go through a time jump during it. So at the very start, I was like, "Oh god, it was it's bad. the kid, the kid singing." The like, kid was really bad. Singer, and then like I don't know, he sings like two lines, and then it morphs. And then into, it becomes like, amazing, and yeah. then it becomes like so so. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, yeah, there the are at least three people that sang this song. The preteen was better than the yeah than the than the final yeah the. I and think it's supposed to be kid. 19 year old. Or something He's like the middle is supposedly 13. Right. And then I guess him and uh, Timmy and Jenny are supposed to be like 19 and 17 or something like that. Yeah. I was <laughs> Why do we need to know their exact age? <laughs> well, this is to IMDb. I, I guess. think it's in the credits. Yeah. 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 In the credits. I was trying to think of another time that I had seen this done. Cause I was like, Oh, it, it is interesting to have like that transformation happen during a song. And the only thing I could think of was Swan Princess. Oh Yeah. Well, yeah. Hakuna Matata. Oh, like, yeah. It's like yeah. when he finally yeah. comes yeah. in and he's like, it yeah. means no worries. You're like, oh, thank God we finally got Matthew Broderick. Sorry, kid. You know, <laughs> you like, I, you know it, it really was that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I did think that of all the songs, if I had to pick one that was like the nicest or the quote unquote best, this is the one that I felt like sounded the best and was like the closest to like a Broadway type Disney type song. Yeah. Mm, maybe. I thought they were all kind of bad. They uh, no, I know. I thought they were all bad, but this one at least like made sense. This one what he I'm was gonna about to tomorrow. It didn't have like cheap jokes or anachronisms in it. It was just like a, a typical I want song. It wasn't yeah. literally somewhere out there. Yeah. Uh, no, no, we get that later. When that's he's later. like singing in the moonlight yeah. up yep. to the sky. And they do the side by side duet. Like, <laughs> they're singing to each other across vast distances yeah. of two rooms probably I was, I was like this was before tiktok kids like, <laughs> like i was just like wow so this is this is the, the embodiment of all that but yeah, yeah no it's um i think yeah I, I think that song probably for me was one of the stronger ones and even like the one when he enters the city but i think i had actually it's the same song when he enters the city as when he comes back and gets like the homecoming parade isn't it um Probably. Maybe. Yeah. It sounds I, like some reprise of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember like it just stuck out to me at the end. I was like, why is baseball involved in the lyrics on this? Right. Like, right. I, like, did they play baseball once yeah, in the know. film? So they got bizarre. baseball. They got credit cards, you know, all that. Oh, and then yeah. everything like stops <laughs> right. to a halt after the song to show what's up at NIM. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's like 
cats that the evil scientist is like, I'm going to take these cats and make them into monsters. Yeah. Uh, and they're basically like, I don't know why, but I was like, uh, did you ever, uh, did you see cats? I saw cats the, for the some new reason. Movie? No. Um, yeah. Uh, this female cat, I think her name is Muriel. I was like, this is essentially the rebel Wilson, Jenny, any <laughs> dots character from cats. Oh, God. Uh, well, I think there also is a scene in, um, five goes West that has her singing and someone throwing something out the window and she's on the fence. Oh, what is that cat's name? <laughs> there is a whole cat. Yeah. Like it's, there's like Western a whole sequence. Yeah. Here. Like it just, Oh yeah. There was the evil girl cat in that one. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. similar. looks similar to that. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, you're just looking at Don's work now and just, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, can I copy your homework? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, so we, uh, this is where we get a little bit more retconning coming in. We get introduced all of a sudden to a character named Jenny who's escaped. She's escaped from Nim. (laughs) And I thought that it was really funny because I feel like there's no mention. I don't think they explain any of this at all. Well, I don't know if you would be confused or what, but I thought it was really funny when he turns to Justin and goes like, Justin, she can read. <laughs> but it's like without any context of like the previous film where they were all like talking about how like, that's oh, true. Yeah. If, can read and if you hadn't yeah. just read the book and seen the last movie <laughs> yeah. like me, you might be like, what? You know, like yeah, you might be like, okay, so what? But yeah, for me, this was talking, like one so. of the few callbacks that I was like, oh my God, that's crazy because there's these six mice that disappear during yeah. the escape and meet a horrible death in the movie and the book <laughs> or did <they>? but <laughs> supposedly they just found them later and and locked them up again yeah instead they landed on a yeah they landed on like a, a cushion yeah <laughs> i mean some of them were injured i think she said that i think she was like some of some of them were injured and i remember thinking in the first film i was like how do they know they were all dead you didn't see them whenever it's like I that in a cartoon i probably would assume they were dead too if i was in that situation well they went flying down a vent <laughs> yeah. into like a metal like, fan yeah it's like willy wonka type down, thing yeah. no yeah i just like i feel like working in our industry i've been so scarred i'm like if i didn't see if them you don't dead, see the body yeah. yeah i'm like i don't i don't believe it anyway but like i did yeah there's just some stuff that i did note that like i was like yeah you had to have seen the first film or else you yeah, I just thought it was funny because it played out just exactly how like in the first movie when she's like, oh, I am Mrs. Brisby. And everyone there's like, Brisby, oh my God, what, Brisby? <laughs> and in this one, she's like, I'm Jenny McBride. And he's like, McBride, oh my God, McBride, that's one of the other. It's just like some beats that are like beat for beat the same thing from the first film, but worse but it is Which also by the way all the rats only have one name but then the mice always have a first and last, last name yeah. like i don't know what mr ages's first name is but there's like jonathan brisby and mr ages but there's like nicodemus and justin and that other guy and, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so i don't know why i mean it is yeah they, they, it is interesting that they were to revisit those mice it makes sense i guess as far as if you're like looking at things to come up with for a sequel and you don't want to go with the source material that exists. <laughs> it makes more sense than, <laughs> than showing Nim as like this Frankenstein mansion yes. in the middle of four other <laughs> yes. high rise buildings. Like they have to go down. I was like, yeah, we're, you know, at this point we're still kind of like, okay, we're on the rails of like a normal story. We got to right. go save. Now we got to go save these mice from like an, clearly an evil doctor. I was like, that seems totally normal. And then, like, you know, we get a little bit further on and you learn that, like, you know, oh, apparently there's another mouse there that knows how to get to Thorn Valley. And his name, I think, was Martin. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, his brother's there. Uh, okay, so now he's got to go save his save brother. Save his brother. Totally great, normal. Great, great. Totally normal. 
And then, I don't know. Did you see it coming? No, I didn't see it coming either. And this is like crazy because I always see these things coming. I, I ruin was, everything. Yeah, I was just like, what in the? Why does this even happen? It, it doesn't need to happen. There doesn't need to be like this hat and a hat like twist all of a sudden. There is a huge twist um, that we're skating around, but um, I mean, we're skipping over two well, other go songs. Back to the, yeah, yeah, let's, magic yeah, mystery let's just, show. Yeah. Let's go back to a, yeah. So we we get uh, we get this whole like we got to go visit the great owl. Yeah, because he's gonna. Tell me what my destiny is or whatever. So he tries to use a hot air balloon or mm -hmm. just a balloon. He's, rather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like this. Nim, here we come. Also, I like, I don't know if you can hear in this clip. I did not change anything other than fade out at the end. Okay. But this is how it sounds in the movie. Like, listen to the end of his, his voice. Nim, here we come. Definite reverb. It's like, yeah, but it's like clipped off. Nim, here we come. <laughs> like, like it doesn't wow. ring out all the way. It's like. Chopped. I don't know. Really <laughs> off. Awful. But, but anyways, they like almost make out in this balloon and then they get attacked. Yes. No, the number why? of times why? that they almost make out. I'm just like, well, also. Why is there a love story? Also, <laughs> why is there a, oh my gosh, a, a Spider-Man moment when he's hanging upside down? And I'm like, that hasn't even happened yet in your timeline. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it legitimately, I was like, is that you like what is I, happening here and then i was like okay no they're not gonna kiss they shouldn't kiss nobody nobody kissed in the original they shouldn't kiss in this one yeah and like during the song it's all like goo goo eyes and i i they like just met yeah it makes no sense and he's like i love you well that's later but yeah that yeah. was ridiculous um, yeah, as I, I just think it's funny that like the first film like super dark film yeah people die there's blood and in this one it's like ooh, this love story and this is too adult for us then why, why are they even having this get ew 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 show more, show more people getting killed we don't want we don't want this love stuff in this. yeah <laughs> it literally looked like too, they, too they just like took like it was kind of like what happens when studio executives get their hands on things and they're like, whoa, 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 we're not going to tread over there. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Let, no, remember, this is for kids, but also love story sell. Like, it's just a whole. I know. I was like, who, what kid is going to be like, oh, my God, I love Timmy. Yeah. Love or Timmy. or Jenny on the other side. I don't know. I'm like. <laughs> I, I, I did hear someone mention, um, they were like, oh, <laughs> like they're like, everyone's all simping over, you know, um. Justin? No, Robin Hood and stuff oh, like that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But then they're like, yeah, they're like, why not Justin? Right. Well, so <laughs> yeah, like you, every should... every week I do the images for our uh, podcast and what I don't know why I keep having us do animated things because I forget how horrible it is because when you Google <laughs> characters from an obscure animated sequel, always within the like first one page of image results is like deviant art stuff and fan no. art and so there, there's oh, yeah. lots of things with oh, justin yeah. there was a lot of things of justin and mrs brisby from the first like movie making out. uh even though one's a rat and one's a mouse and Maybe so it's they didn't kiss. if they had kissed that we wouldn't have all these exactly yeah deviant art people. <laughs> so you know no shame. We don't want to yuck anybody's yum as long as no, everyone's never. a consenting adult that's not hurting anyone. But yeah, it's uh, strange to me. Uh, but yes, lots of Justin fan art. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. 
It's, weird. it's funny because I didn't go looking that deep yet, but I saw one fan art for this one that wasn't even dirty. It was just like um, them being like, here's what happened between the first movie. And it's like a flashback to Nicodemus being like, I'm having a prophecy about how Timmy's going <laughs> to save everybody. And they're like, okay. And they like file it away. And like, like, oh In their God. file. Cabinet. That wasn't even dirty. It was just, uh, they were like, what, why? Random fan. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we find out that Jeremy's doing a whole Wizard of Oz <laughs> situation here where he's pretending to be. What happened to the I'm Great Owl? The Great Owl is died? dead or <laughs> uh, flew away. I mean, there's been a lot to of Kansas? time. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of time passed between the first film and this one at this point. So That's true. I'm the assuming, Owl was pretty dang old. I'm but assuming they, the they live dead. a long time. Anyway, he's gone. Yeah. So Jeremy's just uh, pretending. He's putting on a like wig. And he's got like a, he's got a caterpillar hype man. Yeah. Or like agent or whatever. I think I don't it's know what his, manager. his manager. His yeah. manager, yeah. <laughs> but I will say, like, I think the the note I wrote down for that song was like, is this really going to be um, tropical steel drums? Like, what is <laughs> happening here? Like the mushrooms is like. Yes. Like I was like, we're nowhere near an island. No. This was like the. This was like we need to have a song that's like something like what Sebastian might sing. Yeah. Right. We have that whole eye contact. I'm like, this is. But it's a caterpillar. This happens in a lot of Land Before Times though too, where they end up doing this like calypso. Yeah, calypso islandy themes. But yeah, the song is called uh, Magic Mystery Show. Magic Mystery Show. And speaking of magic. Which makes me think of something. It's called Magic Mind. You might have heard us talk about it on the last couple episodes. Uh, we're talking about it here again. Uh, they're sponsored this week again, and we're happy to have them back. Um, and if you don't know what Magic Mine is, it's a little green drink that comes in this tiny little plastic bottle, and it's something that you can drink in the morning with your coffee or without your coffee that will give you some focus throughout your day. Yeah, it tastes really good, uh, and it has, you know, because you can add it to whatever caffeine you're taking instead of trying to take more caffeine, it helps you be able to fall asleep more easily at night. Um, It can make you, like, more productive during the day and give you, like, focus and energy without giving you, like, that stress and anxiety that you could sometimes get with caffeine. That's right, and, you know, for some people, it allows them, yeah, like you said, to totally replace coffee or... Or drink less coffee. And it has like amazing ingredients and all natural ingredients, stuff like matcha, uh, ashwagandha, um, lion's mane mushrooms, cordyceps mushrooms. Everything is totally, uh, you know, keto friendly, paleo friendly, all stuff that's good for you. And guess what? <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> We're not talking about this just for the fun of it. We've got a special deal for you. And just so you know, this deal is only to the end of the month, January. So you have literally until like the end of the day that you're hearing this to um, take, you know, this deal that I'm going to tell you about right now. All you got to do is go to our website at www.magicmind.com slash Jan sequel rights. That's J A N. And then our, uh, our, uh, you know, podcast name sequel rights. Again, that's www.magicmind.com slash Jan all caps sequel rights, lowercase. And you can go there and you can get one month for free when you're subscribing for three months. Also, on top of that, when you go to check out, if you use our code SQLRights20, that's SQLRights20, you can get an extra 20% off, which gives you a total of 75% off your order. And this is amazing. And again, it only lasts to the end of January. So you got to do it today. Uh, You're hearing this on the, the final day of January. So this is your chance 
uh, to gear up and help ma- uh, let Magic Mind help you crush 2024 and all of your New Year resolutions fully focused. Yeah, and if you happen to hear this after this this day, uh, this code and this website will still give you a great discount. It just won't be this exact deal. Yeah, that's right. So get it while you can. We love it. Uh, Magic Mind, do it up. All right, back to the singing animals. Yeah, so this is the song that annoys me because it has a bunch of anachronisms. He shows like a fake animal Amex. It says Forest. It says for, I pause it. It says Forest Express. And then it says, I think it says like Optimus or something like that. (laughs) I don't know. It's it's terrible. terrible. Boy. Yeah. A big sigh on that one. I was just like, I was like, why, why did you have to go and do that? But also like, don't need the steel drums. Don't need all that. I'm a little bit like, what the fuck movie is this caterpillar out of? Like, it yeah. doesn't look like it does not look like it belongs in this film at all. Like, huh? Well, I so when I was looking, <laughs> it's at, got a top hat and like, it's, I'm like, what I, is this? I did attempt to look for when I was looking for the cat scene singing in the alley. I did come across a scene where there is a bug in one of Booth's films, oh, and boy. he and I was just like, oh, so so here. <laughs> yep, they're just yeah. copying again. I was like. <laughs> Okay, cool. He kind of looked like that old silly symphonies caterpillar with the top hat from Disney, but he's got a full suit. He's got a full suit and a bow tie on too. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, what did he say? He's like, "Don't ruin my petty" or something like that. He literally talks about getting a pedicure. I'm like, yeah, and he has all these jokes like, "If I go in there, I won't make it to butterfly." (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not his fault. I only have four hands. Uh, I really like this actor. (laughs) What's his name again? Misak. What's last Uh, name? Misak Taylor. Taylor. The guy. He's from um, Designing Women, and my parents Mm. love that show. So this this guy's super funny. But yeah, they gave him like nothing to work with. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. It's like it's not his fault. It's just a bad character. Yeah, I really is um but, but yeah they just escape yeah they they escape they fly to uh you know uh jeremy agrees to take them somewhere he doesn't know where they're going <laughs> i guess <laughs> he's just like we got to get to the next place and he's like okay and they're flying and they're flying into this big city that looks like new york or something for a second and then yeah you see like this four buildings fortress <laughs> yeah it looks like a yeah a column of buildings that within that at the very bottom, like in what would be the courtyard of this yeah. building is, is Nim. Yeah, it's like the up house or something, but it's yeah. a crazy asylum yeah. surrounded by four buildings. Yeah, with just the most forced perspective like that yes. you could possibly. I was like, wow, that is a lot of perspective in that one frame. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And there's like a glass atrium type thing That's that is bright green. You talked about green, already. Yeah. yeah, this color. And it's just really funny. Like, I think like right before they get there, he's like, where are we going anyways? And they're like, we're going to Nim. And he's like, oh, fuck, Nim, no, get me out of here. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> and he leaves. Um, I did think it was pretty, like punk or effed up when they walk in and they see that there's like these human scientists in cage (laughs) acting like dogs and like Jenny and Timmy immediately are like oh my god they like are making humans into dogs because I was like okay this is starting to get really messed up like what the hell is going on at the National Institute of Mental Health it was already weird that they were trying to make rats and mice smart but now they're like making humans into animals like you're missing the mental health part of this institute completely I was like, I know the first film had magic, but this is like a whole nother fucking thing. And my mind is going like, God, this dude really is crazy. This Valentine guy, like they turned him into a crazy monster dude. And that's not even what's happening. I was going to say they went full sci-fi. Yeah. Like, like, like I was just like, oh, you guys went dark and sci-fi. You're just going to fully embrace that. That I was like, okay, I guess I could believe that. Sure. They're 
dogs now. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because in the first movie we talked a little bit about how it was giving us Guardians 3 vibes. <laughs> yeah. But this one is even more like the high evolutionary <laughs> is in the like on the case. He's like mixing up different animals and making weird hybrids and it's messed up. But turns out Well, there's actually I mean, so this is like, you know, we I think one of the reasons that you don't really see it coming is that it's actually a pretty good reveal that they set up. Right. Like they get to the, like what is the main, you know, office or whatever of the, of the crazy scientist guy. And he is there standing like really ominously above them. And you see the shot of like, Oh my God, he's super evil. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then yeah. like all of a sudden out of nowhere, like some, like a ball goes bouncing past <laughs> him. And, and I was like, what the, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then all of a sudden he's like, and i was like oh shit what yeah. and then i started clicking like okay some other animal now in charge yeah, i guess which is yeah. a pretty crazy twist i mean i have to say like if i have to pick out anything positive about this movie it's that there actually are some interesting ideas in <laughs> yes. the plot here <laughs> yeah. like we always hear about these stories about like the air and the spare and the younger one is bitter but this one for some reason there's this weird prophecy where the younger brother gets plucked out of obscurity and the older one is like bitter yeah. and he's pissed <laughs> and he becomes evil yeah. which i just did not see coming i was like i just thought we weren't going to see him anymore and at the end he was going to be like good job timmy yeah. but no he like lost it and I mean, became nuts yeah i guess they did a good job of like sprinkling in what's going on with martin like in the very background right extreme background so that you're not even thinking about him like you're just thinking like he's gonna go get there and yeah. be rescued but i guess they did you know, like you said they did set it up in the beginning of the film but you're not even really thinking about it um but yeah it turns out he went super hella crazy because he got zapped you know here they're not getting injections they're getting like zapped with which is just crazy <laughs> like this electroshock <laughs> therapy is what's making them smarter somehow and then Martin put does that to all the humans and all these other kind of animals. Yeah. He's just electrocuting everybody like left and right. I mean, there's like a mess. They like sh literally show him like tricking the doctor and like putting the electrodes on his head. And I was like, this is fucked up to be like showing kids. Like, <laughs> and, like I don't know. It, it happens during this whole like I am super evil song. <laughs> Um, that, you know, again, I guess inspired a uh, casting choice of Eric Idle, but like, God, the, the, the song is also terrible. Well, I think I have noted here and I, I, I was waiting to see if either one of you were, was going to say it, but I'm just like, why is the older Martin all of a sudden British? <laughs> right. Like, just because. Yeah. Well, and then, then I was like trying to give benefit of the doubt. I'm like, Oh, maybe it's that, um, FAS. Have you heard of that? Like foreign foreign accent syndrome which can happen and it can like magically go away i was like oh my gosh inclusivity i love it like they're representing <laughs> it is the institute of mental health after yeah, yeah. All. yeah i was like i was like maybe that's it and so i kind of forgave it a little bit but like yeah the whole time i'm just like british british but then i also realized while i was watching or i was going through some of the five full clips the the evil guy in there is British as well. <laughs> I kid you not. They're always British. Yeah. They're always if British. you're mysterious or magical or evil, you're probably British in a, in a movie, like, in an like animated a movie. There's like a 98% chance you're British. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why is Jafar British? I don't know. <laughs> you know? Super British. <laughs> the... Uh, the song he sings is so bad, and like the first line almost made me spit out my water because I was just like, "This is so awful." <laughs> um, but just so you can have a taste, because it wasn't in the trailer, I'll play this part that I just thought was really funny and just horribly worded. Here we go. I was far too smart 
from the very start, cause our father came from him. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> came from him. <laughs> I was just like, this is just awful. Um, it doesn't get any better from yeah. there. It's not even singing. It's just enunciating. More to- like- sing talking. I'm a. I'm not a fan of uh, Eric Idle. And anyone who's been to Epcot in the last 15 years knows why. Uh, so Fair. I was definitely like, oh, heck no. You were when like, I realized who this was. Um, same yeah. character, by the way, yeah. as the guy in Epcot. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. So. I actually noted down one of the lyrics, too. It's the, I control the wind and the weather. I was like, oh, now he's God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what is happening? Now he's also, I don't know. <laughs> it was crazy. He had like a magic wand staff and everything. It was like That's nuts. True. It was nuts. Yeah. But I did like how unhinged he actually was because it, there definitely was like no wiggle room for like, oh, maybe he could like. You know, <laughs> no. save his brother or whatever, even though he kind of tries. But I, and I also did like how the song he was like, it wasn't full on evil, like I'm going to kill Timmy. He was like, you should join me. Yeah, like, he was trying to we can rule the galaxy together, you know, forces, like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely one of those like you're like, oh, you're fully unhinged. Yeah, that's. And, and also it's like it's like, yes, everyone just if you're. If you're willing to go along with him, he he welcomes you into like whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was, and just, if not, he'll just electrocute you, and then you have to do whatever he says. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's why I will say, like, even though like this was born out of his, how would you say it? Like, it was born out of his like resentment yeah. over like his brother getting all of this like attention and like praise and like accolades that are like supposed to be coming his way yeah um i do think that it was interesting because it wasn't like true revenge like he didn't hate his brother not even in like his evil form he was kind of like join me yeah you can work under me we can rule together all this stuff because he's trying to be smart he's smart Yeah. yeah so it was just like Interesting choice. Real uh, Kendall Roy, I am the <laughs> oldest son uh, right. energy on, here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I need to make that meme, actually. <laughs> that approximately five people will get. Yes. <laughs> like, who has seen this? Yeah. yeah. And also succession. Like, where are those Venn diagram uh, come together? You never know. You never know. Maybe a lot. Um, there was also another really hilarious moment in this section before we get, like, to, to the end and everything. Um, because... Uh, after earlier in the film being like, hell no, we're not going to go save those people. We don't want them to know how to get to Thorn Valley, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, this guy shows up. Justin, what are you doing here? And there's this <laughs> there's this uh, funny moment that made me laugh. They, they go to, uh, you know, unlock the cage of the all the, the, the six or whatever, the yeah. lost six or whatever they call them. Um, and this moment happens. Justin, is that really you? To the rescue. I know. It's like, uh, hello, let's not just into the rescue. Yeah, the movie's How called dare Timmy you? to the rescue. Why do you let Timmy be like, to the rescue? <laughs> also, it sounds like it was like added in. Justin, is that really you? To the rescue. It sounds like someone recorded in a totally different of place. Of course they like, did. William well, well, H. Macy like, never interacted with any other person in this movie. Go- I know, but it's like the goal of whoever's doing the mixing to make it sound well, like it all comes from the know. same location oh they're in the God. same room <laughs> they shouldn't sound like some guy just popped in like do the rescue <laughs> <laughs> pretty dear. yeah oh my god well i will say it is weird that like when justin does come to the lab and like surprises to them the rescue whatever, you, you mean yeah to the rescue <laughs> <laughs> um timmy doesn't recognize him even though he's facing him full on yeah. and i'm like 
yo, bro, like, you okay? Like, he raised you, essentially. <laughs> like, I thought you were your father's son. <laughs> yeah. Or your father, completely. I don't know. Yeah, no, it was it was very strange. And so, like, that whole, like, I'm like, when did they decide to come? But I, do, I will say Justin does have the tendency, because even in the first film, like, he just straight up is like, I'll be back for you. And then he just, like, leaves with you. <laughs> like, yeah. He, like, quickly and i'm and he's like obviously like trying to help her and like move the house or whatever but i'm just like maybe that's just his go-to he's just like no and then all of a sudden he just shows up and he's just like on to the next thing yeah there's that scene in the first film where they have to like interrupt him crying on a rock to go like save somebody because he's just like oh i fucked up (laughs) (laughs) oh boy um then everyone gets put in separate cages so that we can have somewhere out there all i had is gone which is literally a somewhere out there clone. Yeah. They're looking up at the sky, picture in picture. But can we also talk Split about screen. when he puts him in the cage? He's literally like our father's favorite cage, his favorite place. Like I was like, oh. Yeah, it's dark. Oh, it's pretty dark. Stop, stop. But yeah, then the cage happens. The moonlight comes out. <laughs> oh my God. We didn't even talk about like the fact that they give him this key at the beginning of the so movie stupid. as so this gift. On a, and then, on a red string. And then they take it and you think it's going to be used to open the cage, but he just uses it as like so essentially dumb. as a screwdriver. There's like, like six different times where like maybe this key works in this lock and they never even try it in the it lock. It never and gets nope. used. They use it for something. They use it. Yeah, they use it basically to like pry up as a screwdriver. Uh, yeah, thing, and then he also uses it in the slingshot. I think, yeah, to like throw it. <laughs> I actually, okay, sorry, I interrupted you about the song, but I just remembered about the key. Yeah, was like, I, was oh. the I literally thing. stopped one of the frames to be like, "How did he open that?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did he use the key? Because it didn't. Also, like he was taking the hinges off, but it was still locked on the other side. But then it opened from the bottom. Hello. Is it supposed to be like showing that, like, wow, he's so smart? He used the key for something that's not a. Lock? Yes. Something other than a lock? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was a wow point. But yeah, no, the song comes in and I'm just like, yeah, it's like every duet that we've ever seen in the moonlight. And yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> you know, the whole time I'm just like, why is there even a love? There doesn't need to be a love story. Why? No. no. Why? <laughs> but it's also about him disappointing his father. I love you. Like, he says, oh my God. Yeah. And then, yeah, they, later he's like. <laughs> She finally kisses him, and then he's like, I love you, and runs away. And she's like, I love you, too. And I'm like, yeah. But first he's like, don't come after me. I'm going into the fire like an idiot. <laughs> don't come after me. I love you, but do. Yeah, and I think, he, I think he throws his hands up and spins like, I love you. Yeah, because yeah, after, after she yeah. finally kisses him, he's like, yeah. Like, it's just, oh he's God. like, yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I will say that uh, <laughs> I thought that the like final like whole, I guess it's like a set piece with the with the uh, fire and how they escape eventually actually was like pretty good as far as like an action scene Wait, for an animated film. Wait, you're not talking film. about the catapult. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I thought it. I thought it looked it, like I thought it looked okay for this movie. Like for what we're getting, I was like. Right. Well, these two, speaking <laughs> of cat, apults, cats, whatever, <laughs> these two cats did also did not need to be in the movie at all. No, like, no. you already have, like, a fake villain and a real <laughs> villain, and you do not need these dummies here just, like, distracting. Cause. Yeah, and they die, like, six times. Yeah. Somehow. somehow. Well, because they, have, cats, nine, they right. have nine lives, just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just I just thought that it was it was cool that they like got exploded out and then Jeremy came to catch them and then the explosion actually looked like a nuclear bomb went off like yeah and then what I thought was like one of the funniest moments for me in the film and I was so glad that 
that something happened like this. The you we see like the firefighters breaking down the door. Oh my god! And yeah. they and he yeah. like kicks down the door, and then all of a sudden, all the all the because I was thinking like, oh my god, did they just like kill all those humans that were in there, or whatever. <laughs> and then like all of a sudden, like bursting out of the cage, come all these like humans that are like <laughs> past this firefighter, and I'm thinking like. This guy better, I, I'm watching it like, this guy better say something or I'm going to be like, why didn't the movie not have some guy going like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then he literally turns to the camera and goes like, what? <laughs> I literally. Obviously he didn't say the fuck, but I was like, thank God, God someone, someone said something. actually said something. I literally, not until you said, was saying it right now, I was like, well, it doesn't matter. They're not killing dogs. <laughs> right. But then right. They are though, because it's like. It yeah, it's like so bizarre. I mean, what's gonna happen to those guys? They just need like more electrical shock therapy, and they're gonna turn well, human again. Well, or Martin, Martin gets Martin turned returns. back. So. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So I was like, clearly, it's repairable. <laughs> he just needed some cheese, I think. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, um, I think. Um, oh, the, the other, the other most hilarious part for me is at the very end of the film as well. Um, but so yeah, so they get rescued. Everyone's happy. Woohoo! They go back to Thorn Valley, right? And there's a big like uh, parade parade ceremony yeah. where they yeah. sing. And what I thought was really really funny is the <laughs> the whole movie. You have this. They keep focusing on this like huge like bronze statue they have of. Well, I think it's wooden, but yeah, of Jonathan Brisby. It looked like metal to me, but I don't okay. know. Whatever. It's like this this fancy statue they have in the center of the town square or whatever of Jonathan Brisby, and he's always looking up at like I don't know what am I supposed to do, Dad? Blah blah blah. blah. And then at the end of this big like you know processional <laughs> parade ceremony they 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 have it you know covered in a sheet and they unveil it cuz they're like you're you're a hero Timmy Timothy you you're you're so cool and they unveil it and they see that like he's been added but then underneath it is a plaque <laughs> that says Jacob Brisby and son Jonathan yeah <laughs> oh, Jonathan yeah, Brisby Jonathan and Brisby son. and son <laughs> it doesn't even say his name i was like what the fuck that's so embarrassing it could be anybody he has multiple sons. It's it's pretty crazy, especially with um, Jonathan Brisby and son. Yeah, especially with his brother Martin, <laughs> literally right there. Like it's probably so little. Even though you're good again, it's probably still a little bit of a sore subject. Yeah. Maybe we wait a couple of weeks before we <laughs> unveil the statue. Um, it was just like, why wouldn't you? I don't know. Well, it just was such a weird way to put. That. I was gonna say it. It actually is. I would dare say canon with the first film. Cause you think about it like someone, cause actually I did find one commentary YouTuber who, who did talk about it. I think he was, um, was not nostalgia critic or something like that. And he had brought up the point that like all of the characters are in the shadow of Jonathan. Like it's all about like yeah. literally everyone in his life has lived in the, his shadow. So I was like, it's it's kind of canon for. I mean, why don't they have a freaking statue of Mrs. Mrs. Brisby? Brisby. Yeah, That's she's literally be. saved the day in the first one too. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna ask you if you noted any of the ad libs that were, because you said some of them like while well, the the parade was happening, but I noted some like ones that I was like, oh, that's beautiful. What, what were the pe- what were the crowd saying? <laughs> it was like. You were there when we needed you. <laughs> That's what I yell at a parade, you, yeah. You did it. Doesn't he look great? <laughs> <laughs> he 
He's so sexy. I mean, heroic. <laughs> I was like, whoever wrote this desperately wishes someone was saying that oh about them. Oh my god! <laughs> and Jen, doesn't Jen, Jenny like climbs up on the little float that he's on and then like makes out with him on the? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's when I was like, oh, she has a boob line because <laughs> you uh, specifically talked yeah. about how none of the they they're not like sexualized in the first one, and here they're like, oh god, why? It's a lot, and overall, I just think like there's so much like weird messages that they were that they put in but nobody took the time to think like is this going all the way through the movie because i feel like in the beginning they're trying to teach him like you got to think things through you got to think things through like over and over again but then <laughs> at part way through the movie it becomes like you need to learn how to improvise and adapt it's like those are two oh, completely yeah. different <laughs> things which one is the lesson that you're trying to teach him here it's either one or the other and one of them is like literally improvise like you're an actor <laughs> and he goes like yes and <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He has that moment where he flashes back in the memory, like, you need to improvise. (laughs) It's a lot. Um, Like, yeah, it's so stupid. Can we do the child stuff? Maybe a key is not really a key at all. Oh, my God. (laughs) Except it is actually a key that you never use. (laughs) Yeah. I do have some interesting child star check-ins, even though I feel like none of the kids really had barely any lines, but these people still got credited. Um, Young Martin was played by Philip Van Dyke, who is Arnold of Hey Arnold. Uh, oh. And he is Luke in Halloween Town. And, but he hasn't really acted very much since like the early 2000s. Uh, just went on to other career, I guess. Um, Timmy, age 10. This is interesting. Uh, is this guy, <laughs> then kid named Andrew Ducote. He was in the show, that show Dave's World for a long time, I guess, as one of the kids, uh, if you <laughs> remember so that. Random. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that in forever. Wow. Um, uh, but actually, he then later uh, started to work um, at Disneyland in, in Anaheim and was uh, friends with Peter Pan. And uh, somehow on social media, I guess message boards or something, he got the nickname from fans as Spieling Peter because he was really good at like talking to people. So like he's doing a spiel, I guess. So um, <laughs> he got the nickname as Spieling Peter. He like got a following, like people started going specifically just to meet with him. And then he married someone who was friends with Wendy uh, and so then the fans started freaking out even more because they were like, Peter Pan and Wendy got married him again. <laughs> and then at no. some point, he was essentially like forced to retire by Disney because he probably started to look like a man and not a small boy. Uh, and there's like this whole post on Instagram of him being like, it wasn't my choice, but it's time for Peter Pan to move on. I think I'll keep Wendy, P.S. or whatever. You know, it was just like, Aww. oh my God. So this guy was like local famous if you're in the Disney world, I All guess, right. which I never have heard of him, but... <laughs> That's so funny. He looked familiar, kind <laughs> it's a of. A lot of lore. For uh, some yeah, I know. But then I guess he also like starred and helped produce a PSA for the Second Amendment. So he probably sucks. Uh, oh boy. You know, yeah, there like, you go. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Cynthia. I don't remember Cynthia saying anything in this movie, but it was the actress Whitney Claire Kaufman, who is a pretty uh, successful singer. She was in the national tour of Mamma Mia, and she does a lot of like solo. Uh, songs and performances with like various philharmonic orchestras and when they have like Disney on tour and concert or like the holiday hits sung by this random person and this orchestra or whatever <laughs> like she does a lot of stuff like that um, so Teresa and this is actually how we found out about this movie in the first place because the girl who voices Teresa is Jamie Cronin 
Cargania, whose daughter was Everly Cargania from Spy Kids mm. Five, the re- the new one, Spy right. Kids, the new one on Netflix, um, and that's how Armageddon. we first found out about the fact this movie even existed. Because I looked up her who this girl's parents were. <laughs> um, so she also does a lot of singing for Disney. Like if you hear Moana or Ariel, like in a video game or like on a toy and it's clearly not Jodie Benson or Ali Cravalho, it might be this lady. Um, but also she's like an LAPD officer as well. So it's just like bonkers. She's been in the LAPD for nine years and looks like they cart her out for a lot of like PR things. She mostly like does recruitment and stuff, but it says she's like patrolled and everything. So whatever. It's tough times. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's got a side hustle. I guess my side hustle is the LAPD. um, And then finally, uh, Timmy at age 13 was a kid named Alex strange who got his start uh, on Broadway in Les Mis and Ragtime with Leah Michelle. They were the two Whoa. kids in the original that Ragtime. Makes a lot of sense. And so he's the kid that did most of the singing yeah. in the song. The part that sounds good is him. him. Right, right. Yeah. But wow. it's so funny because I found this post on Reddit about him. Um, somebody said on, you know, R slash Broadway, uh, <laughs> on a post that was people complaining about Leah Michelle, people who don't like her or whatever. Yeah. And somebody who also is named Alex on Reddit, this was one year ago, posted, I went to high school with Alex Strange, who starred alongside Leah as the kids in Ragtime. Freshman year, he was a smug ass who thought he was better than everybody else. <laughs> By senior year, he chilled out and was nicer. Not sure if due to time away from fame or smoking weed or both. We did Chicago that year. <laughs> and he got cast as Billy Flynn. He was failing a class which would have got him kicked out of the show, but I overheard him in the library telling someone he wouldn't get replaced because he's Alex Strange. Well, he got replaced less than two weeks to curtain. He was overall a much nicer and more humbled person, though. I wonder if Leah had had time away from the spotlight if she would have chilled out as well or how much of a diva she would be. Not all famous kids or people on Broadway are mean, obviously, but it seemed to do her personality type no favors to be given so much success and fame at a young age. I also wonder how much of Alex's behavior was influenced by being around Leah as the other kid in the ragtime cast. I'm sure they had understudies, of course, but I wonder if they rubbed off on each other. LOL. Oh boy! I mean, so, you said that user's name was Alex. Yeah. Alex, we know it's you. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, oh, you know the people who didn't like me in high school? That was Leah Michelle's fault. Okay, yeah. it wasn't my yeah. yeah. fault. Of course, of I had course. to have never. That. Yeah. Never. So I don't know, but um, he nowadays is a mixologist. Uh, and actually, like not of just course. like a bartender. <laughs> like I, I guess he's was pretty well known in DC and he's now like a mixologist uh, at some bar in uh, New York in the East Village. He would be a mixologist. So. And he would like to think that he's really well known. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was an article all about him in uh, Eater. Oh my God. Was it like, this guy's mixing up some strange cocktails? I know, right? No, it was all about, I guess Eater did a series of mixologists who have a lot of tattoos oh. explaining how their tattoos influence their <laughs> drinks or something. I don't know. This yeah. is the recipe for the drinks I do. Yeah. So, yeah. Tattoo eater.com for great journalism. Um, yeah. So those, that's the child star check-in. And I was just like, this is a weird one. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So yeah. with these like lower level tier kind of like, sequels and stuff like that i imagine it it does end up being pretty random yeah well the last one had like will wheaton and shannon doherty so it was like yeah. wow yeah. i don't know you know crazy well 
I, I, does, does anyone have anything else they want to say specifically? Otherwise, we... Other than we love Don Bluth. Yeah. <laughs> love Don yes, Bluth. Um, this movie was produced by these two guys um, who were put in charge of MGM animation. And they literally made this and, like, All Dogs Go to Heaven 2 and, like, three other movies. Oh and God. then got canned. Have you guys done All We Dogs? haven't done that one We haven't either. done that one yet. Okay. It'd be, like, the same situation. What are their names yeah. again? Are you looking uh, at Is it uh, Paul Sabella and Jonathan Dern? The it is, yeah. yes. And so then after MGM Animation went dormant, they took off and made their own animation company, mm. which got deals with other various studios to do more crappy animated sequels. So <laughs> yeah. they actually got the deal to do Mulan 2. Oh, uh, oh wow. Somehow. And yeah. so they did that one and they did a few other things and also notably they d- they have worked with Charles Grosvenor, the guy who made like most of the Land Before Times. Oh boy. Uh, not on Land Before Time but on something else he did before he came to <laughs> Land Before Time. So I was like, okay, I'm starting to see where this, this whole industry of animated sequels is all connected. Did, yeah i mean you think about it, it's all connected either way because um and in fact i'll i'll have to send it over to you justin i was watching because just from being in like animation circles and even yeah. my my job that initially brought me out was working for an animation convention um nice. but like they're just like so much happened because like other people happen to be in the same spaces or could rent out offices so like John Booth's team would be coming in while other people are doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. There's some really interesting behind the curtain stuff for, um, it's actually this really random documentary on YouTube about the Americanized version that they were trying to release of Sailor Moon. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, if you ever want to deep dive into that, please. Well, I mean, I used to watch know. like the dubbed TV show, but no, it was yeah. even more Americanized but than that. It is. Okay. Because also, you have to remember the one that that's currently showing right now is not even the American version that we know. Yeah. You know, like as young kids that we were right, right, right. That. But like, yeah, no. So that's been redubbed because they lost the licensing out for all oh, the me- wow. for all the score and also all the voices right. <laughs> for Dick. Uh, is it Dick? Deke. Deke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It's close. Yeah. <laughs> Very close. Deke. Um, yeah. Yeah, so all of that was intertwined with actually Don Blue's, like, company and stuff like that. Oh, like, interesting. Yeah, so there's a lot of weird, interesting, like, intersecting things That's that happen. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then well, obviously Disney. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know if maybe they were going to try to make this one theatrical at some point, because they did bother to get, like, Al Jarreau for the ending credits song yeah, as right. well. Al and Al I don't know who Bobby, Bobby Page, Page is. Yeah. I'm not quite sure who that How is. How do you guys but I know feel Al about Jarreau. the ending credits song? It I was mean, fine. I don't know. <sighs> was it fine? It's just another big nothing <laughs> It just sounded like all the other, honestly, like, yeah. All the, all the like, I, I don't really like any of it. It was like, stop trying to be Peebo Bryson over yeah, here. <laughs> so only Peebo like, Bryson was, can be Peebo Bryson. It was trying Bryson. to be like a whole new world or whatever. But I was like, I don't really like any of those pop version-y songs, even in the Disney movies. I was, wow, how dare you? Peebo Bryson is so I don't like offended. the old ones. I don't, they, they all kind of sound the same. And that's why I was like, yeah, it sounds like in the vein of those. Yeah, the Demi Lovato fans are going to come after your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, but... Well, I mean, I guess, yeah, we could talk about it. With It was weird uh, to have, yeah. a, like, a weird romantic duo. It, that was another, it's just, like, yeah, another thing. Yeah, no, like, it was very forced, and I'm just like, when did they fall in love? 
Yeah. I mean, I guess if it had been the in story. the movie and there had actually been a scene where they were like flirting or you could see them having to work yeah. together a little bit longer, like it would have made more sense. But it was just so weird. Yeah. They do come from the same background. Like she obviously like she was like, you don't understand my family is in the lab. And he's like, no. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I actually do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they like, can both read. <laughs> yeah. It's true. But it doesn't change the fact that she could read. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But you got to have higher standards. You can't just go for someone who can read. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of mice like, in the field. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I don't think I don't think the messaging was the strongest point in this film. No. 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 <laughs> oh boy. I do have a rating system. Okay, good. Ready. Yeah, cuz I was like Tyler's not here. Uh, okay. I was going to be like, "Do I have a thing on one quick?" So yeah, how many days in a row of wearing the same underwear no. would you give to <laughs> The so, like, how many days in a row would you wear the same underwear? Yeah, yeah as okay. a score of The Secret of Nim 2, Timmy to the Rescue. I guess, like, if I had to, I would go two days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> you can flip it inside out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's about all you can do. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I could almost give it a one, but there was, like, a couple, like, I, I give it a bump up from a one because of like some of the interesting ideas like we talked about. Yeah. Like coming back on some story threads that were kind of technically ambiguous, I guess. Um, and uh, other than that, like there's nothing else good in here. The, the movie's mercifully short. Maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, there's a couple just like, unintentionally funny things that made me laugh. And that was about yeah, it. I, I, I would not recommend this. Movie. I was thinking the same exact uh, number of days without underwear too. <laughs> uh, sorry, not without underwear, with <laughs> yeah. the same underwear. Two days, hey, underwear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two days wearing the same pair of underwear is my rating for Secret of Nim 2 um, as well, because I really reserve ones and zeros for like not even a movie where whatever the faults are with this, it did. it is a movie. Yeah. It has... I, I do think it had some really like thought provoking ideas that if, you know, actually um, like handled in a better way could have been really interesting because you don't see that story as often of an older sibling that's been passed over like for a more, you know, whatever younger sibling. And right. just um, I just wish they had found like a more sensical way to do it, I guess. Um, but I do actually. I don't, I'd have to go back and see my ratings for Land Before Times, but I think this is actually worse than every single Land Before Time movie that we ever watched. Probably. Like, I would vouch for that. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the animation was worse on this. Than the animation was worse yeah. than, yeah, pretty much anything we've ever seen. And the story and the songs and everything just didn't work. Like Land Before Time, you can say what you will about those songs and their dumb stories, but they all at least kind of usually yeah. make sense within that movie itself. Whereas yeah. this was just like was hoping, all over the place. I was hoping for some, uh, you know, Brave Little toaster bangers right you know, oh my god the songs <laughs> yes. were all bad yeah they were all bad they and funny bad they mostly bad. they were talked yes. like yes. you know so it, it was very annoying to me and uh that's why i would give it a two. Uh, what about you nikki on principle alone <laughs> <laughs> like, like as someone who deeply loves animation i was offended yes <laughs> sure I, i'm so sorry i, I literally i'm like teetering on commando or like <laughs> commando like, you can go zero days without you have to wear you have to change every single day yeah 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 no i'll give it a one i mean there there was something there and that's what I'll say. i just there was a you press play and there was there were images yeah no it was uh yeah i think just because like 
the stuff that was there, there was enough that was poorly executed that I was like, yeah, offended. <laughs> Fortunately. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. I think that's going to bring us to the end of uh, our review of Secret of Nim 2, Timmy to the Rescue. But an all-timer title for ridiculous sequels. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, you're like, him? That guy? Timmy? Him? Yeah. yeah. Her? Yeah. Uh, so funny. Uh, but Nikki, thanks so much for being here. Of course. Thank with you for having us. me. It was amazing. Uh, you know, some great insight about uh, animation process and stuff. Um, is there somewhere that people can, uh, you know, follow your work or check out some of the stuff you've been working on lately? Yeah. I'm um, I'm on IG. I don't update as often as I should, but um, I am on there under N-I-K-K-I-N-C-A-R-R-I-L-L-O. So, Nikki and Cario. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, we may be done with the rats of Nim, but we're not done with <laughs> talking Experimenting animals. on animals. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> no leaping bunnies for us. No. Uh, <laughs> we, got, we got some live action animals coming up Yay. here. Uh, next up, we're going to be diving into the Planet of the Apes series. Ten movies for you yep, guys. Yep. We're going all the way back. Are you guys doing the all the animals? This year? Are you no, that was a that? joke, but now I'm kind of considering <laughs> yeah, it. We'll have to see. I was going to ask you guys, there's the, the, what is there, Babe? There's Homeward Bound. Oh, oh yeah, there's I a lot. Love there's babe. so many I animal movies. Babe. Yeah, so Bound. like anything. Homeward Bound is good too, yeah. yeah. Literally that comes to mind, I'll text. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey, on board for any of these, but also please cover any of these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, we'll be diving into Planet Apes, I think, in about a month or so. So you can tune back in for that as we, uh, you know, work our way towards the brand new Unkingdom of the Planet of the Apes that's coming out in May. Um, that's what we're doing next. But in the meantime, you can enjoy this. And we, you know, just last week we had two episodes, actually. Woo. We put out a bonus episode talking through um, all of the sequels and franchises that are coming out you know, with new episodes, I guess this year. New yeah. <laughs> and I, it was funny. We put it out and like, I think literally the next day the, the roadhouse trailer was out. Cause yeah. we were talking about yeah. how like we hadn't seen the roadhouse trailer yet. It's not. Out yeah. Yet. I mean, did I need to put naked Jake Gyllenhaal in the middle of that image <laughs> isolated by himself? No, but, but I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that movie's already been making lots of headlines. So uh -huh. we'll have to see how yeah. that goes as well. Drama and stuff um, if you had any opinion on what we talked about in that bonus episode, or any other ideas that you want to suggest for the upcoming year and beyond, uh, email us sequelrights at gmail.com or reach out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And uh, yeah, please rate and review us on iTunes, Poc you know, uh, Spotify, whatever you listen on that lets you rate. Even just, you know, sending us an email or telling your friends, like any of that stuff, sending us positive vibes, um, getting the word out about the podcast uh, would be greatly appreciated. And, um, yeah, I guess we'll see you guys back again in about a month here uh, for the original Planet of the Apes. See you then. What can I do? What have I done? What is there left for me now? You are gone. Why did you have to go? Why only now I know? Oh <laughs>
much to say to you, so much to share with you, my life and.